It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. Welcome to yet another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie, and we'll get to the other three hosts of this podcast in just a minute. But first, I want to thank our wonderful sponsor in Logo Mats, our good friend Miles Wadsworth and his team over there. They are committed to integrity, quality, and the fastest delivery times in the industry. And because they focus exclusively on mats, they offer the best products and warranties in the business. Those mats last three to five years, and I can test, attest to uh, the quality they are, the branding they provide. They're truly a fantastic product that people uh, in the end user world just generally don't think enough about. They have mats for just about every single application, indoor, outdoor, counter mats, anti-fatigue mats, you name it, they've got it. So if you want to learn more and really make some nice profit while you're doing it, go ahead and visit LogomatsLLC.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Always like to remind everybody that the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just go ahead and search Promo Corner and hit that handy subscribe button. I'd be remiss if I didn't introduce the other fine folks who sit with me during this podcast. The lovely and talented Meg Erber. Meg, how are you? What up? Stephen McFadden, also lovely and talented, president of Perfect Promotions and More. Howdy. And the very cantankerous Jeff Franklin, national <laughs> account manager with Headwear USA. Wow. <laughs> I just sound wow. like a frog, so. <laughs> All right. So today's topic du jour, and I think everybody speaks French now. Um, today's topic is North American Leadership Conference and Power Summit. So we are in the midst of those type of events that are really designed for the CFOs, the CEOs, the C-level the, the group of folks in our industry. North American Leadership Conference run by the good folks at PPAI and uh, ASI, the Advertising Specialty Institute, has something uh, similar. I'm sure they would they would say it's a lot different, and I think it is a lot different in, in many respects, but they have a power summit, but they're very similar events, generally based on education and networking. Now, I don't think any of the three of you have actually ever been to either event. Is that correct? That would be correct. Correct. Have not been. Yeah, I can't afford it. Okay, so that was a great podcast, folks. So if you want to learn more about either <laughs> event, so I'm the only one who's actually been, and I've only been to the North American Leadership Conference. And I think the question on the table is, are these event, are these type of events good for the industry? So I'm going to give the best um, response I can to, uh, or at least introduction to the North American Leadership Conference. So I've been... Um, for the most part, to the last six, uh, about six or seven, I think I missed one year um, when uh, my wife had a, a heart incident and I had to stay home. So they're generally centered around, a lot around um, pretty high-level education. They bring in usually an economist to talk about uh, the future of the industry. Uh, I'm sorry, future of the economy, what it looks like for the next 12 to 18 months as they see it. They have a lot of uh, keynote-type speeches, and some of them are 
phenomenal and some of them aren't it's just like any other education session and i think it's continually improved over time i know that the professional development department at ppa works very very hard to make this event a real signature event for the industry um, but just like any event i get the, i've gotten the most out of the networking opportunities that i've had there so I guess the question I would ask you guys, you've seen NALC, you've seen Power Summit, so I think you kind of know what it is even though you haven't attended. What do you think about the events and what would get you to maybe attend that event? Do you even see value in that type of event? I do. I mean, I hear you guys say how expensive it is and I think that's the biggest con to it. I do think that it's an amazing opportunity to have a bunch of um, – just strongly driven people that are all leaders. It's like almost LDW for people that are in regionals, except for more grown-up people. <laughs> it brings in all the leaders from the industry. You know, you have the top, you have the CEOs, you have the you have the decision makers, you have the people that are there to focus on strategy and foresight and and really how to drive business. And I think they all get together and kind of just uh, drink tea with their pinkies up. Am I right? Is that what it what it's about? No, there's not a lot of tea drinking, pinkies. nor are there a lot of pinkies up, although pinkies up would be a great band name. It would be. Um, T-shirt. No, it's it's a lot of, you know, it's your, like I said, it's your C-level executives, it's your Gene Geigers, it's your Mark Simons. Um, I don't know why they let me in the door occasionally, but they do. Um, and and it's, it's a lot of, like I said, high-level education. Um, I, 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 when I think about NALC and I think about, some of the sessions that have really impacted me. There was one a couple of years ago in Austin uh, from Roy Spence, who is the uh, was he ran an advertising agency in Texas, and for like 26 years. And he's just one of those effortless speakers. You just feel like you instantly know him when when he's speaking, which I always love. And he uh, was actually the uh, advertising executive who came up with the Don't Mess With Texas campaign, which obviously went viral before things went viral. And he also was the uh, in charge of uh, Southwest Airlines, so he came up with You're Free to Move About the Country. And his whole topic was it's not what you sell, it's what you stand for. And I will tell you that really impacted me. So I, I still look at that sp specific session and have really applied a lot of the learnings there to – um, what we do here at Promo Corner and how I try to, to live my life. So there's some really good education like that. So there's not a lot of tea sipping. Um, it is the promotional products industry, so there's generally a, a touch of alcohol involved. I was going to say it's beer, not tea. Gotcha. Right. Long Island. Not <laughs> yeah, Long nobody, Island. No, nobody said it was tea in the teacup. <laughs> you know, that's your Bailey's and coffee in the morning or whatever. I gotcha. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll, I'll chime in a little bit on, on my perspective of the events. Um, you know, I, I feel like there's other ways to absorb the actual data and information. Maybe not necessarily the the motivational speeches and speakers, um, you know, to be able to get encouraged and come back and all that. But, you know, there's there's other outlets, you know, even even at a, um, you know, even at an expo, you know, where, where Paul and other board members will give kind of the State of the Union. I'm sure they probably won't will dive as deep into it as... Um, they would at an event like this, but you know I can all I, I'm you know part of other events like SkewCon and Spark and other places where we're getting a lot of this information throughout the year. So with the exception of the the other you know high level speakers that may be motivating, I just don't know like if it's worth it to to plan another trip, another 
event just to get that information. You know, I and that's that's kind of always been my issue with with these events. It's it's not like I can go you know, network and see what's new product world and all that, which will actually help me come back and share that with my team and sales. I've already got a great network of, of business owners. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious about it. Like I'm just, I'm, I think it's an interesting concept. I just don't know. Is it, is it needed for me and my level? I don't know. You well, do see, get I think, 10. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that's sort of what intrigues me the most about it is that having been a part of spark and, you know, sort of getting out of, spark what I got out of spark uh, when when I did participate was uh, phenomenal and I really think that NALC would probably provide something very similar but on a more uh, I guess experienced or professional level you know something that's more for like Bill said those C-level execs and you know I really think that uh, I, I would love to do it I just it bumps me out that it's ex- as as expensive as it is I will say that uh, Nick the president hit where he's done both he's done NALC and power summit so um, I, I'd he, love did to. Did he prefer one of them over the other? Did he? Did you get any feedback from him? Um, I think. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Bill. Maybe you would probably know, but yeah. I think the the Power Summit with ASI they have started to, to do um, or have done something in conjunction with the ASI facilitate, right? That I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know. Now, <laughs> looking at the two, when I compare the two agendas, which mm-hmm. I have, um, I think Power Summit seems to have a much higher focus on networking and collisions, which I like. They'll have within the within the middle of the event, or you know, a, as part of the event, a, a a golf outing or a you know something that it's not like. Th- two full days of education, 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 have a drink, education, education, education. It's more of a mix, and it seems a little more relaxed in terms of that. And, mm. and, and I don't mean that in a good or bad way, but that's just my impression of it. Um, and I think that relaxation tends to foster more of those conversations and collisions because I will tell you, the best conversations I've had at NALC are when me and whoever I want to speak with or wants to speak with me, we've ducked out of a session and went and talked. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the one thing that I will say about ASI, and I'll give them props for this, is that they always tend to do stuff like that very well. Um, like when you go to ASI Orlando, the bash that they do every year is awesome. Awesome. It's incredibly well attended. And I've heard that about the other bashes that they do for the other ASI shows. Um, mm-hmm. It almost makes you wonder why. Um, I mean, I know PPAI does like the power of two party and stuff like that, but that's that sort of pales in comparison, I think. So I don't know if there's if that's something that maybe PPAI could improve upon or not. But you know, how many times do we do Vegas and most people complain they don't ever get outside of the walls of Mandalay Bay? You know, how great would it be if they actually planned something that you could pay an additional? X amount of dollars for and and go participate and do something that's completely off topic, completely you know different from what is normal for that event. I mean, I think that'd be great. Uh, I know that's getting away from NALC and Power Summit, but it's you know I just wanted to give ASI a little bit of credit there because typically I'm I'm you know on Team PPAI 100%, but I think ASI does that stuff very well. So let me let me ask you guys this because as as somebody who's curious about them and <clears throat> has not yet attended. <clears throat> Bill, this may be for you. Um, you know, I'm looking at the expense of these things. You know, we're we're looking at $2,200 for one, $1,900 for another. We've got $240 room rates for the Coronado one, which is ASI, and then at least $200 a night plus fair fair plus plus plus. I mean, we're talking four to five thousand dollars for these events, and I'm just wondering, like, 
an ROI even on the networking side and even on the education side? Is it really that much? Am I going to get that much more data at such a higher level that's going to that's going to that's going to help me that I can't get at by talking to industry insider folks and other business executives? I, I don't know. Is that is that a fair question? I, I think you're at what you're asking is the. Um I think you're asking, is is the juice worth the squeeze? Is, it, is the cost justified, right? Yeah. Um, I will good lemonade. Yeah, I will it's hard, tell it's you. Hard to, it's hard to look at the schedule and, and say, yeah. yeah. I'll be very, I'll be very yeah. candid. I'll be very candid. I, I am, uh, and, and I want to be very uh, fair and, and transparent here, as I, I try to always be. Um, I, I looked at the agenda for this year's uh, NALC, and it just didn't really excite me for the first time in a long time. That's not uh, anything against the work group. That is not anything against the professional development department. Um, I'm sure there's been years I've gone in the past that I was fired up to go and other people looked at the agenda and it wasn't for them. That's okay. Those type of events need to ebb and flow. Now, what I will say and answer your question, I do think it's a little pricey. Um, you know, it's, it's about 2,400 bucks. And again, I, I only know NALC just because I was a member of the work group for years. I've gone so many times, so I know how much it costs. Um, it's about twenty-four hundred bucks ish uh, to to walk in the door. Plus, you're going to be spending three nights at an Omni, so there's another, let's call it an even thousand dollars, because usually it's about two ninety-nine a room plus tax. Mm-hmm. So now you're at um, you're at thirty-four hundred dollars. You got to fly there, so let's say another six hundred bucks, wherever it is. So now you're at four thousand dollars. Generally, PPAI covers, if I remember correctly, something they're doing more recently is they cover. They do. They there are dine arounds, right? The traditional dine arounds, and those are great because those are great no, networking opportunities where you get a chance to talk That's to people really you may never have and PPAI covers the food cost for that you yeah. only pay for your drinks so I think that's a really wonderful thing PPAI does um, so they do that say, at LEAD too and that's one of yeah. my favorite parts of that event the yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, n- no, just the, I mean, they break Seems everybody like up into a smaller meal. group, you know, it's like yeah. 10, what would you say, Bill? Is it like, you know, roughly eight, eight to, to 10. 10 people? Yeah. 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 So it's manageable. You know, yeah. So they break it up into smaller groups and you, you just, you know, it gives you a chance to, you know, have a little bit more of an intimate conversation with people. Absolutely. So basically, so, so basically all in, you're looking at somewhere between 4,000 and 4,500 bucks, just depending on where you're coming from and all this other stuff. That is quite a bit of a commitment. Then you're also talking about three days out of the office. So mm-hmm. I do think it's I do think it's more expensive than it needs to be. Um, but again, I don't know what it costs to put one of these things on. So I am speaking from a little bit of a place of ignorance. So just looking at this year's Stephen, the cost of the event being out of the office didn't justify me uh, signing up to go for the first time in a while. Yeah, that's what I was going to say as well, because I know that, you know, even on the regional level, Bill, like we, we deal with that quite a bit. Like, oh, why is the show, you know, going up in price or why is that and why is this? And ultimately, I mean, you know, what dictates the price of the show for us on the regional level really is just a matter of, you know, the expenses. You know, the stuff has gone up quite a bit significantly in the last, you know, 5, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's just becoming more and more expensive to host these uh, these events. So that was sort of my question is, you know, why is it so expensive? Is it because they're paying the speakers too much? Is it because, you know, the hotels are just too expensive to do these events at? Um, is PPAI trying to make a profit off of it? I mean, there's, there's got to be. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I think it's probably all of those, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, 
I think it's all those. Some of the speakers are incredibly expensive. I don't know how much, you know, and I know they've really tried to get local speakers because, you know, you don't have to pay for the travel. And I think that's smart, by the way. You know, when we were, we, when NALC was in Chicago, we had an economist from Northwestern University. I don't think anyone would look at someone with credentials from Northwestern University and say that person doesn't know what they're talking about. So that's right. not an issue. I think they try to maximize the cost as much as they can. I'm sure there is a profit center component to it. And I, I don't think that's bad, by the way. I'm just saying for me personally, it was just a little pricey. And I felt like I feel like it's been creeping up the last couple of years. And then I'll be honest with you, the, the location didn't do much for me this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dallas in August, I can it's, tell you, is it, not fun. I'll, I'll tell you, I grew <laughs> up in I grew up in Dallas. So and I, I love Dallas. That's my I, I consider Texas my home. Even though I live in Tennessee, that's home. It's mm. not in Dallas. It's oh. in Irving. It's in oh, a wow. suburb of Dallas. And so what, what, I, what a, one of the things I love about NALC in the past is it would be at a downtown hotel, whether it was downtown Boston, downtown Chicago, downtown D.C. So you could either Uber quickly if you have a, a restaurant walk or something, but you could walk around. You could go last year. Um, I went and ran around the, the mall. The, the, the National Mall, which was Were wonderful. Were you chased? No, I actually was doing it for <laughs> health reasons. I do Never it once a year. That. I do it once a year. Um, but to do it in a suburb of a city where, you know, the walkable restaurants are Chili's, Moe's Southwestern Grill, and possibly Whataburger, which actually I don't have an issue with, the Whataburger part. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the 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 fact that you're in a suburb, I that that I will tell you that I looked at that and was like, wow, that that was my first reaction was, whoa, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. It would be the same, by the way, and it would be the same issue if it was for me personally, if it was in a suburb of Chicago or a suburb of San Francisco. I want to be downtown. I want to feel like, hey, we're a little community here, and we can walk to this this restaurant or we can walk to that bar or I can walk up and see the state capitol or whatever. So to me, it was a confluence of things that caused me not to go this year. It doesn't make it a bad event and it doesn't make the decision to have it an Irving wrong. I just don't get it. Well, I mean, if, if the cost is what it is though, you know, the, the cost is more expensive to be in the city. So if they're keeping the prices the same, then you would think that you would still be in the city or you would reduce the prices because it's going to cost less. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the way that I look at it, Bill, I, I think you'd said there's somewhere between 80 and 100 participants or attendees. I think it's more like 140. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I just did the math on 80 attendees and it's, uh, you know, almost $200,000. So, wow. so double it. I just can't imagine... Minus. Yeah, I mean, so you're talking anywhere between two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand, well, three hundred thousand, something like that. Yeah. So it's a couple hundred thousand dollars either way that that you know this event is going to you know uh, bring in. So ultimately, like I'm just looking at it. Okay, how how's like I know the hotel can't cost that much. I don't know what they pay the speakers, but I, I don't know. Like I just feel like they could make it a little bit more manageable. Manageable, but again, you know, it's supply and demand. And if they're selling one hundred and forty <laughs> tickets and that's what they want to sell, then why would you lower your prices? So I well, wonder about mm-hmm. the number, the, the number of people, um, and the cost. I my assumption would be if it says it's for business executives, it costs X amount of money. My fear would be that if if the value of those things are networking events, that you could end up be networking with the same people. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is is there is there a lot of turnover? Is there a lot of the similar faces every year? I mean, I feel like you'd start to 
get into this same rut of, well, it's the same executives that can afford this, that can take that much time out. It's probably only a handful of people, right? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I do think it tends to be that. And that was kind of the final deciding factor for me. You know, budget, budget I really wanted to just take a year off. Um, it's always good to kind of change things up a little bit, number one. But I, I tend to, I'm human. And I'll tend to go see the people I like to see, right? I want to hang out with the same people I like to hang out with. And so um, it does kind of become a family reunion, which is a good and bad thing. And, and I probably don't stretch myself enough at those events to sit with people I don't know and, and make those uh, intentional uh, introductions. So it does tend to be the same people who go over and over and over again. Again, I don't think that's bad, but it, but it is and is. Well, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. You know, we are in an industry where we all travel either in some sort of level. You know, maybe Steve might not travel as much as uh, myself and Jeff or you, but we all travel. And when we travel, you, you know, generally stay in our same regions and we see the same people. And they become your family when you're on the road. And mm-hmm. it's a great support system regardless. But when you go there and you do see how these other executives are doing it day to day, and like I said, I, I do think it's, it's good. I, I mean, most of these executives aren't necessarily going to the regional trade shows or even the, the regular trade shows. These are the owners and um, owners of companies, really, most of the yeah. time. So, I mean, I this might be good for them. And, yeah, and I will tell you, the networking at, at yeah, and i got to believe it's the same at Power Summit, the networking at NALC is, is amazing. It truly, truly is. So um, I think you just have to make an individual decision. Is it worth four thousand dollars in three days out of the office i mean i think that's really what it boils down to and so you factor in the location does that appeal to you the agenda does that appeal to you um and so on and so forth so uh, you know i to answer the larger question i do think these events are good i think they're important just as i think spark is good and important for um the next generation i think women's leadership is important that there is a conference dedicated just for women um i do think that the the nalc and uh, Power Summit are good because they are uh, they're not exclusionary. You don't have to be a C-level executive to go. You just got to have deep pockets to go <laughs> or someone who's willing to fund your way to go. So it's not an exclusionary uh, thing at all. I think it's good that there's those events. I just I don't know if we're kind of at an arc where, like you were saying, Jeff, maybe we need maybe PPAI uh, or and I guess you know same thing. Power Summit may need to look at: Do we scale back a little bit? Do we try to trim the prices a little bit, or do we? How do we make this more appealing? Because I don't know if it's sold out this year. I have no idea. I, my my gut tells me it hasn't, but I really don't know. I'm sure it will end up selling out, but you know. There's a lot of these events, and there's only so much to go around. And I wonder if PPAI and ASI are experiencing the same thing suppliers are. Um, man, there are so many trade shows. We need to pick and choose which ones we're going to be at. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I just you know, I'd, I'd like to also say that I am in you know very much support of the events. I mean, I think they're definitely worth it. It's just a matter of how much you know is it worth it. And you know, like I said earlier, I mean, I think if if you know they wouldn't have any inclination to change it if the if it, it if it does sell out you know so hopefully yeah. if, if it doesn't you know then they they you know take a look at what they're doing and reevaluate maybe it's the location maybe it's the cost maybe it's whatever but um you know and i guess that's just it i guess this year it's a, a an accumulation of things so how do they decide which one is the the thing they need to change well, I'll be the first to say, since I'm the only one who's attended NALC, I'm already looking forward to seeing where it's going to be next year and who's going to be there. Because I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have some level of FOMO not being there. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's good. So awesome. uh, anything else before we wrap up? 
Um, I think that's it. I, the only other thing I saw was that you do get some uh, MAS points at NALC. You do. You, you, you absolutely do. A whole ten. Pinky yeah, up. Yeah, you get you get quite a bit. That's and, a lot of MAS. Yeah. It, and again, the education is always very good there. The networking, just like any other event, that's always the best thing ever. But you know what else is the best thing ever, guys? That would be a floor mat with a logo on it from our good friends over at Logo Mats. And that is the smoothest segue in the history of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, they've been. Yeah. No, so smooth. Like it's like the, but what's not printing on the mats. Hey, but, what's not, but what's not smooth is the rubber-backed floor mats themselves <laughs> because they won't. They won't slide around. That means they're going to reduce slip and fall accidents, and they're going to improve worse workplace aesthetics. Aesthetics, I can say that <laughs> word. Featuring your customer's logo. I love this. Logo Mats committed to integrity, quality, and the fastest delivery times in the industry. You know you want to learn more. Go ahead and visit LogomatsLLC.com. You won't be sorry you did. Guys, thanks a lot. I think it was a great discussion. Thank you. Thanks. So as Take well. care. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.